Sorry, Carmen. Welcome to another MMA Monday here for the Funky Pod. It's Monday and you know what it means. We have to talk about all the things MMA that happened that transpired this past week. And there wasn't that much excitement, yet there were a few very exciting moments, of course, in MMA this past week. So without further ado, as always, let's jump right into it. And of course, uh, we start with the number one promotion. We start with the UFC to just check what happened at UFC Vegas 30. And... The main event, Cyril Gahn versus Alexander Volkov, right? And as I predicted, Cyril Gahn would win. <laughs> Don't check my last podcast last week where I predicted Alexander Volkov because he's Russian and he has a similar name to mine. That's for people who know Russian. Um, but no, it turned out in a, like it turned out to be the way that you could have expected it to go. Uh, Derek Lewis on social media called it um, karate sparring um, and lots of people uh, chimed in here. It was a clear, and I'm checking, 50-45, a victory for Cyril Gahn, another UD for him. He's doing this quite consistently, not very exciting, but it works. So as long as it works, you keep doing it and he's definitely getting better each time around, right? So. Who am I to criticize? A heavyweight who could kill me in an instant. Um, but again, not very exciting to watch. It's a nice, just as Derek Lewis said, sparring session every time he's around or he's out there. Um, yeah. But congratulations. Maybe one more fight and then he's in a title picture. One or two more fights and he's in a title picture. So good job. Well done. If he keeps winning, he keeps winning. Uh, we then had in the co-main, we had Tanner Bowser versus OSP, Owen Sampru, right? Um, and that was, hmm. so OSP always, that's, that's his thing, right? He gives away the first round because he's like, man, I don't need the first uh, first round. I could just, uh, von Vlu, is it Vlu, Flu, Flu? Ah. You know what I mean? I could just OSP them with my OSP submission uh, from Pru joke one prove one you know what i mean um didn't work this time and the thing was i mean tanner bowser clearly i mean he's a heavyweight they fought at heavyweight i didn't consider this last time when i made the picks by the way totally not on my radar so it was a heavyweight bout tanner bowser mostly i think he only fought once in light heavyweight and every other time around he's on heavyweight osp that was, that was a second heavyweight bout i believe um so clearly undersized uh, but then he got him down, uh, but or he got him against the cage, and but then Tanner Bowser did something that looked like a fence grab, and it's very hard to see also in the replay. It's, it, does he grab it? It's like just like with the knuckles, some of like stabilizing or whatever, um, pushing against the fence. Hard to say. Um, later the round, then um, Tanner Bowser KOs. Uh, OSP at 2.30 of round two. Yeah, unfortunate for OSP. Um, congratulations to Tanner Bowser, but OSP, OSP team is OSP's team already uh, said they are um, appealing the decision and they want it to be overturned to a no contest because of the, the foul, the uh, fence grab that Tanner Bowser apparently did. Um, I don't see this happening. To be honest, but I mean, they're gonna write this and say like, "Hey, we actually didn't lose." Of course, um, another unfortunate finish happened to the Andre Feely fight. Uh, Andre Touchy Feely versus Daniel Pineda. Um, Andre Feely looked really good in this one. I think um, it was really cool to watch him go out having fun. I think he lost 
this past two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he looked pretty good there. It was really nice to see. Um, he had the upper hand when he happened to poke Pineda in the eye. And Pineda, you could see his eye. He, he couldn't continue. Um, so it was the right decision. Um, so no contest at round two, um, right in the beginning. Really unfortunate because um, Fili looked good. Who knows how Pineda would have looked later in, in, in the fight. Uh, so really, really sad to see this happening like this. But Fili could can be like, well, I look good. So um, that should give him some, some confidence for uh, the next fight, I believe. Um, we also had Tim Means, another old man, <laughs> um, fighting. And that is not a, a fraud against Tim Means because I'm old too. Um, versus Niklas Dalby, um, Dalby also not the youngest anymore. And Dalby had a nice winning streak going there, but Tim Means defeated him via UD 29, 28, 29, 28, 29, 28. So three times 29, 28. Um, congratulations to the Tim Means. It was a nice affair to, to, to watch. Um, competitive. And Tim Means slugged it out. So respect. So heartfelt. Or like congratulations. Well done. Tim Means not going anywhere for now. So yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm happy with this. That's really cool. Um, and uh, the last fight on the main card, or the first fight on the main card, uh, was Renato Moicano defeating Ty Herbert via um, RNC. It's just nice to see Moicano doing his thing. Uh, I talk about him like he's been like like he's been like an old guy or something. He's not that old, I believe, but he's just been around for a while. Um, especially if you follow follow MMA for for a bit, you know Moicano. And it's just nice to see him doing his thing, doing what he does. Um, well deserved, I believe. So congratulations to Renato Moicano. Uh, it's like one of those names that you're just you're just happy to see that when he's doing well. At least for me, that that's the case, because he's just been around for a bit. Uh, I think one of the stories coming out uh, was that this guy Justin Chains, um, who lost, but before his loss, uh, he bet his whole purse on himself to win. So did his coaches. So now that he lost. He goes home with nothing. And the coaches too? That must, oh, I mean, that, if that pays off, it's like, oh man, you, you got balls. But if it doesn't pay off, like in this case, whoo, that must suck. I hope I hope he bounces back from this one and then hopefully gets even more than the next next time around. So I, I appreciate the gamble, but man, whoo. So that was um, UFC Vegas 30. Um, from what I thought is the most important, are the most important takeaways here. Um, a few more other things happened, and we had BKFC 18. <laughs> it's like pro wrestling, just like without the wrestling maneuvers, just with punches. So, Hector Lombard, right? <laughs> yeah, Hector Lombard, still around. Hector Lombard won his championship fight um, with a like bizarre stoppage in that fight. Um, but then afterwards, um, his next opponent went in the ring to just like confront him like wrestling style and right when he goes and gets into his face Hector Lombard throws a one-two combo <laughs> right at the face like at the face and it hits <laughs> and his his former opponent has to pull him away and people jump in <laughs> like what the f you can't take BKFC BKFC you cannot take BKFC serious and things like this happen on a regular. Oh, God. 
<laughs> I almost swallowed my tongue here when I was talking about what's happening at BKFC. Um, we also had Pearl Gonzalez um, winning. It was pretty lopsided, so congratulations to Pearl Gonzalez uh, against, I have to look, Teresa Sigala. Um, so yeah, Congress Pearl Gonzalez, clear decision win. But let's be honest, everybody's, nobody cares about BKFC 18. Everybody's waiting for BKFC 19, where PVC returns to the promotion in her second bout, I believe, after the first one didn't go the way she expected it, um, against Britain Hart back then. Now, it's PVC versus <laughs> Rach Lostovich, which is clearly booked just because of both their superior boxing skills. And yes... This will break the pay-per-view record for BKFC. Does BKFC do pay-per-views? I'm not sure. Um, yes. So I'm not saying anything else. You can read all the comments online. Um, this should be a fun match. I was about to say fight to watch. PVC Patron Sand versus uh, Rachel Ostovich at BKFC 19. All right, but we're not only excited about BKFC 19. We also quickly have to look at like what happened at the PFL. Two important um, fights happened there, I believe. One, Kayla Harrison keeps cruising uh, through the tournament. Again, super easy finish for her. Again, she's like, I'm too good for those girls. No one can handle me and so on. Which now makes her the second seat, I believe, uh, in the tournament. Yeah, so she's going to take that. Um, more interesting though. Anthony Pettis misses the playoffs because he lost again. Yes, surprising. Um, I think he was mad afterwards. He mainly lost because he got dropped twice in a round by his opponent, whose name I already forgot. So Anthony Pettis uh, lost by a decision. Doesn't work out the, the way he expected it to work out at the, in the PFL, right? Hmm. Is it a sign that A, Pettis doesn't take it serious, B, the PFL fights are better than expected, or see a mix of both of it, both of those things. Well, who knows? But yeah, definitely not the way Anthony Pettis expected it to to go there. Uh, yeah, better luck next time, I guess. Um, Bellator also happened. Bellator 261, and we have a new interim world champion. Um, so there's an interim world championship about or has been held because Ryan Bader, who's the world champion, is still mixed up in the light heavyweight tournament where he wants to become an, uh, the two-time title holder again. So now interim championship match between Valentin Moldavsky and Timothy Johnson and the guy who looks like an MMA fighter won. <laughs> and I'm sorry I know Timothy Johnson could kill me too but he didn't appear to be like the cardio machine that he should maybe should be but it's heavyweight so it's all different but Valentin Moldavsky um, outlasted Timothy Johnson there um, to win this, this fight. Even though Johnson connected nicely um, with a few punches in between, like right to the head. Um, I think Moldavsky even wobbled a, a bit in between, but it, eventually it was Moldavsky. I think once the protégés of Fedor Emelianenko. I'm sorry, Fedor, it's late here. Uh, so congratulations, Valentin Moldavsky. Um, the Russian takeover in Bellator continues. We also saw Liz Karamouche, who I correctly predicted <laughs> to um, run through Kana Watanabe, because um, that's what she did. She demolished Kana Watanabe with strikes. It's her first, and I wrote it down, first finish via strikes 
since 2013. Eight years later, eventually Liz, Karamush, Karamush, can you do the Fandango? Won again, wire strikes. Congratulations, I never doubted you, Liz Karamush, I never doubted you. Um, the second pick that I actually had right in my last show in regards to the, this Bellator event, Daniel Weichel. Sehr gut, Daniel Weichel uh, aus Deutschland. <laughs> um, bounced back from his last loss against, uh, who was it, Emmanuel Sanchez and um, in the Grand Prix, featherweight Grand Prix. And now he got a split decision victory over Keone Dix, who was, I think, perfect, uh, undefeated until this bout. So congratulations to my main man uh, aus Deutschland, uh, Daniel Weichel. Sehr gut. Oh, I should have a German German flag here somewhere. Like, I'm I'm waving the German flag, uh, singing the German anthem because Daniel Weichel uh, is doing his thing. Where are our German MMA fighters actually? Why don't we have more Germans in the UFC? Or Bellator? One championship is going to change that uh, when they go to Europe, so there, there should be a, a few more Not only Germans, but Europeans coming up. But yeah, Daniel Weichel, bester Mann. Uh, Daniel Weichel, Ehrenmann. <laughs> Go Daniel Weichel. Uh, sehr gut, very good. Uh, happy with this because I predicted it, which means I'm awesome. So is Daniel Weichel. Okay, um, last uh, last main card or the main card opener was Christian Edwards, who used to train, I believe, with John Jones, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he beat um, Simon Biong. Why UD is now 5-0 and, oh and so keeps being like the prospect that we all thought he could be. So congratulations to Christian Edwards there. Okay, then um, preview-wise, there's not much happening. There's no Bellator event, there's no one championship event, and there's no UFC event. Um, one and UFC will return the week after. Bellator, I think, is still a, 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 off a week longer even. So um, we already talked about BKFC 19. Uh, so there's one thing that I want to do now is um, when I prepared for this show, <laughs> I ended up on this on this weekly grind thing um, that MMA Fighting does. Shout out to MMA Fighting, because they need it, obviously. A shout out from the only podcast, the only MMA podcast in the world that is not sponsored by Manscaped. Still balls smooth AF, but not sponsored by Manscaped. Um, and in this weekly grind, they always do like some social media posts, right? And I just saw a few that I thought, We just, because we have the time this time, let's quickly talk about it. So first of all, Misha Tate is showing off her, off her physique. And oh my lord, Misha Tate shredded AF. I've never seen Misha Tate this shredded. And uh, she says herself, like, best shape in her life. So um, yeah, her return fight, July 17th. Let's see. I mean, she's really, she's shredded. Not as shredded. And now, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Sage Northcutt, super sage. Yes, he's always shredded, but... This last picture, it's the Hulk. It's, oh my God, especially if you look like before and after pictures, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, and he wears like this, this, this shirt of his sponsor, like Redcon, Redcon, <laughs> whatever it is, horse meat, whatever, send it over here to Bangkok. I want that stuff too. It's ridiculous how big Sage Northcutt is by now. I don't know if he got more muscles in his gin right now as well, because that's obviously where he needs it. But if he fights Shinya Aoki in his return bout, if that comes together, there's probably nothing Shinya can twist because there's it's just so many muscles and you can't bend any of those. Ridiculous. The Hulk. The, the, the handsome Hulk. Handsome, hashtag handsome Hulk. 
Sage Northcard, what you're doing? Oh my god. Oh god. Um, yeah. So, um, then of course um, the most famous Margot Madoff on the planet, Hasbulla, tweeted a picture where he's posing with Khabib, and has like the the belt and like the this wig thingy that they're doing in Dagestan and celebrating. So Hasbulla still riding his wave, which is cool. Um, the style bender posted again pictures with cars. That's the thing that I don't like about, about uh, Alessandra, that he's like really becoming like this showing off dude. Like, yeah, man, I made it. Congratulations, my friend. But like, why? Why why all the bling and stuff? So that's a bit annoying. That's what it's a bit offsetting there, off-putting. But um, Connor is doing the same thing, of course. Um, Valentina Shevchenko is like traveling and stuff, which is cool. But she always has like those weird like hashtags, like hashtag my summer. Nice, Valentina. Nice. Um... Marvin Vittori posts a picture of him being, I'm assuming, in the somewhere in the American forest, because he's definitely not going back to Italy, um, just hiking. My favorite picture that, however, that I want to talk, talk about, and that's why I'm doing this, is so everybody's posting pictures of them, like being cool, doing cool stuff, showing off their bling, their mansions, their cars, being out there in the desert or in the forest doing stuff. And then there's the new champion, Brandon Moreno, the assassin baby. And who? where does he take a picture? In front of a Lego store with a big Lego bag. I love it. Brandon Moreno, you're the man. I hope you're going to stay champion forever because this is amazing. He's like, yeah, Lego. Lego for the kids, right? So, awesome. Awesome. I, I, I just love Brandon Moreno for this. Also, for not taking him too serious and posting stuff like this. Um, Amanda Nunes also posted stuff of like um, her her baby get, learning to read or looking at bo books with her and so that's that's really cute. I like this more personal side of things. Um, Kamara Usman posts a picture of him. I think being in Nigeria, or whatever, because uh, whatever. Francis Ngannou posts a picture of him like being in Dubai, posing in front of like the the Dubai flag thingy tower. Like, it's like all showing off. I wonder why do we follow those people for those things? But that's a, a discussion for a different, uh, different show. The last thing that I wanted to talk about is, and that's why I'm scrolling down my notes, Darren Till. So Darren Till's social media is, I don't know, 80% BS because he just posts about his sponsors, which is just boring AF. But then the other 20% when he actually posts something, it's hilarious. And his last post was just about like, yeah, the Instagram took down some of my posts, whatever. But before he was, and I missed this, and I just saw it this week, and it happened like a, a, a bit ago, but um, I'm checking while I'm talking when it happened. But he posted like this video of Brandon Schaub going going into the locker room of Logan Paul. It's like, guys, that's a victory. You won. You beat Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> and then and, and uh, the caption was like, petition to kick this guy out of the MMA community or something like this. So, so um yeah, I, while I hate all those um, all those posts about like sponsors and so on, that's the post that we need in the MMA community. So thank you, Darren Till, for this. All he posted also about PVC and Rachel Ostovich and said, "Just in it for the boxing or something like this." So yes, Darren Till, you're the man. Uh, I appreciate this. So keep doing your sponsor stuff, even though it's really annoying. But that's definitely kind of cool. Okay. That's it with the review. I'm not going to go through all of the social media posts, just a few, the, the few ones that I think are very interesting. Um, that's it for this week. Next week will be big because we're going to preview um, UFC. We're going to preview one championship. We're going to talk about BKFC. We're going to talk about Bellator if there's something happening. We're going to talk about everything. So 
for this week. Take it easy, stay safe, take care. Um, don't forget to not use Manscaped because they still don't sponsor us. All right, so that's it for this week. Um, next week will be big with previews of, of UFC, one championship. I know we're looking at BKFC again, maybe even a little bit of glory and so on. Uh, so stay tuned, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Sadiqah. <laughs>